Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Ladies, we've heard that PMS is a feminine curse, and it's time to bust that myth. Did you know that your period is actually a sacred and beautiful time for you? It doesn't feel like that when you have symptoms of cramps, bloating, nausea, headaches, and more. And I'm here to tell you it does not have to be that way. Did you know that you can use nutrition to ease those symptoms? Did you know that you have four different phases of your menstrual cycle? Yes, you can learn to optimize each of these phases and really understand your body and understand why you're more motivated in some times of the month and more excited to work out or more wanting to stay in or you are just more intuitive in certain phases as well. Learn to understand your body, love yourself even more. This is all talked about in my best-selling book, The Painless Period Guide. Grab a copy for you and a friend. The link to purchase is in the description. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I have a bit of a cold, so if you hear me a little bit stuffy, your girl was traveling. I visited Victoria. One of my best friends had a baby and I hopped on over to Vancouver and saw some of my other close friends. Oh, my heart feels full, but my brain feels a little stuffed up, but that's okay. I did notice, I will say, so there's a Whole Foods that just uh, opened up as well. I was leaving um, when, I, when I used to live in North Vancouver, and uh, I actually want to talk a little bit more. This is not going to be the episode on that, but about... Uh, What I do when I'm especially traveling and I have a cold, uh, because this cold has been extremely minor. Obviously, if I was super, super sick, I wouldn't be recording this. Um, But yeah, no, it's been fine. And I really believe it was all from my uh, high dose of vitamin C. I didn't have any of my regular oregano oil or echinacea that I could have easily picked up. But um, I really, really do know that um, the, the mushrooms that I take, uh, you know, like reishi and cordyceps and, and, and even adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha and astragalus all have been really, really effective at uh, managing stress and immunity as well. So let me know if you're interested in a whole episode on plant-based immunity. I do have a specific podcast episode on how to not catch a cold uh, that I'll link, but it's a little different. And um, I really, it just makes me feel strong and resilient on the inside as well. And when I do have a cold, it is extremely minor. But I just wanted to say that in case my voice was coming off a little differently. So what I want to talk to you about today is really about binge eating and the truth about binge eating. I am going to get through this podcast episode without crying because it is very personal. And when I was in Vancouver, I realized, you know, people kept telling me how different I looked. And I hadn't been there for three years. And I do look different because at the time when I lived in Vancouver... I was deeply struggling with binge eating 
And I thought it was purely psychological that something was wrong with me or it was spiritual in nature. It was my, you know, solar plexus chakra. It was my root chakra. Um, It was, I don't know, like I, I just, I really did think it was more spiritual or psychological in nature. And, you know, I thought I had to seek out therapy. And of course that might, for some of you listening, might mean that therapy is a beautiful option. So I don't want to at all disregard that. But what I'm saying is I didn't know what I didn't know. And I I wish I knew this from the start. And and in a way, my transformation is is really here to, I know, to uplift my message, my message here. And I want to share with you, you know, if you're struggling with binge eating and or loss of control with food... I really want to share with you my story and in hopes that it will also impact you positively and allow for some freedom there. So in the depths of my binge eating cycles, my days would look like this. I would start the day with a bulletproof coffee because I heard it helped with weight loss and I was all about that high fat diet trend when... This is the thing with diets, right? So high fat does not work for me. And, um, but I did it because I thought it was going to help me lose weight. I also did other crazy diets like Banana Island. I, Banana Island is literally when you just eat bananas for a week straight. Like to me that does, I mean, I look back and I'm like, "Hmm, maybe I should have gone to therapy because that is really, really illogical as well. But I, you know, I would hear people's stories online and try, they were raw vegan, they did Banana Island and they had lost weight. So I was desperate at that point. I also tried high carb. There was a channel um, and I met her actually, she's lovely. So this has nothing to do with her as a person, but a high carb Hannah. And so I was like, oh, maybe I can have high carb foods. And so I started to have a lot of rice and I would have bowls of rice. And actually with my body type, I am more sensitive to uh, grains, especially white grains and just genetically white rice is not really uh, a part of my makeup. And so of course now looking back, well, obviously it's spiked blood sugar because I would just you know, and it would some it was something that I had um, very little control over. Even to this day, I don't like to eat a lot of rice because I just it's just so easy to eat so much of it, and it just doesn't work for me. But I would eat these bowls of rice because I was thinking, well, okay, high carb Hannah, she's super slim, she lost a lot of weight through that, and if she has a cruel story, by the way, if you look her up on YouTube, and um, you know, and then I was like, oh well people in Japan and China are slim and they eat rice all day, well, then I can eat do that too. And so then I would start to eat bowls of rice and the weight kept climbing and climbing, climbing. And I was just tired all the time. Of course, no, just lack of blood sugar um, balance here. Or if it was a baguette or it was almond butter, like I would just crush Almond butter is crazy. And then, you know, I was also in a very unhappy time in my life at that point where I was living in a basement suite. I just moved to Coquitlam, which is a suburb right outside of Vancouver. I was in a relationship that I was not happy about. I was not loving my job. Uh, And it was just a recipe for not happy Celine. 
And so that's why I thought it was emotional as well. But I always had an interesting relationship with food. And of course, this is after bulimia, by the way, for those of you who don't know the full story there. And so when my boy then boyfriend would be out and working, I was working at home then, and I would have to bike to the grocery store and pick up everything that I had just zombie-like consumed to make it seem like I hadn't just binged eat an, an entire jar of almond butter. Or I would, if we had, say, like a little bit of baguette, I would crush the whole thing and then I would buy one and then break off some and eat more of that just to make it seem like none of this, none of this actually happened. So it was a lot of um, secrecy around food in that way as well. <clears throat> and I remember that secrecy around food started a few years back when um, I had broken up with this this person in the past and then I was living on a farm and she actually had um, these cliff bars and I would like, you know, she was like really cool if we had cliff bars, but I would just have it secretly in a way. It was, it was weird anyway. So I developed all these like secrecy around foods. And if you notice as well, there's lack mentality as well. And that's a whole other podcast episode. And so all of that was kind of floating through my brain and I would have anxiety about food every single night. Like, Oh my God, here we go. Am I going to binge eat? No, I'm not. Have some self-control Celine. And I was especially sugar. I remember at one point I literally had, I was taking spoonfuls of maple syrup. And this is, oh, you guys, this is so vulnerable for me to share, but it's like, I, I'm feeling called to share. Like there is definitely someone out there who needs to hear this as well. I know that there's light at the, end, at the end of the tunnel. And I remember even when I lived in a different house in Vancouver, I remember just buying a large pizza and just eating it to myself. And, and so, yeah, it was a miracle if I didn't do this, where there's only two to three days max where I would eat quote unquote normally. And that was the longest I could ever go. And so of course I wanted to seek out answers. I tried a spiritual weight loss coach. I would do meditations and hypnosis. I had a personal trainer. I was trying different diets and I just still struggled with binge eating. Like it was, it was insane. It was so torturous. And I thought it was all emotional, spiritual, mental. And it wasn't until I was studying nutrition, and this is only three and a half years ago now. And I started, or I guess four, three and a half to four years ago, that I learned, oh, my macronutrients are completely off balance. My The carbs and fat was very high for what I needed. Protein was very low. I had no idea that I was deficient in micronutrients like magnesium. I had no idea that I wasn't eating enough during the day or I wasn't eating consistently. I was definitely skipping breakfast because again, weight loss. I was definitely skipping lunch because weight loss. And then just at night, this monstrous side of me came out. And again, I thought it was purely psychological. And so what I had to start to slowly do is eat more food during the day. And that was hard because I was so full from the night before in the morning that I wasn't hungry. And so I started to just have a little bit more food at lunch when I was hungry. Or I usually would get hungry around 10 a.m. And so I started to have a little bit more food there. And I still had so much fear around food at the same time. 
But it, it's gotten to a point where now I eat the majority of my food in the morning and then I, I still, I'm still training myself continually to eat for lunch because sometimes I'm not hungry or I'm busy. But I notice the more food I eat during the day, the less my animal side is actually trying to not be surviving at night because that's what's actually happening is that you weren't feeding yourself during the day, you're moving around, you were working, you were thinking, and you're not fueling yourself. And then at night, of course, then uh, by that time, your decision-making process is already out the window, you know, decision fatigue by the end of the day. But also you need something fast, right? You're not going to prepare this like casserole, most likely. It's going to be like, hey, what's the highest fat, highest calorie food? And that's why it was the butter. It was the the almond butter, for example, because the body just needed that fuel. And so my message here is please know that it might not be psychological. It might just be that you literally need more food. And to this day, I don't remember the last time I binged. And I experienced this freedom that I did not think that I could actually achieve because I thought I was going to deal with this for the rest of my life and essentially keep gaining weight and keep suffering. And I wish I knew this before. And this really, I know this work really came about because one day out of desperation, I went on my hands and knees and this is because none of my clothes fit and I just, I didn't want to buy these bigger clothes. I was buying sizes 10 and 12 when normally I was a size four, you guys, or a size six. That's just my comfortable body shape currently. And then, um, actually I had never really had a healthy body shape before cause I was always dieting or I was bulimic or that I was binge eating. And now, uh, now with the way that things are, I'm a healthy five or sorry, a four to a six. And that is from health. And it's really cool to say that. <laughs> um, and so I prayed on my hands and knees and I said that I will dedicate my life to helping other women who struggle with this to find freedom And it's just crazy because despite all of my doubts about business, and sometimes I think, oh, people can Google this or like people already know how to do this and there's books and everything. But, you know, through my own learnings, my own teachings, now I'm really getting stuffed up as I'm getting a little teary here. Despite all my doubts, I made a promise and I'm here to fulfill that promise. And so I hope that this podcast episode was provided light for you at the end of the tunnel to say, hey, could I potentially be eating a little bit more throughout the day? Could I trust my body to eat what what I need? And could I slow down enough to listen? And, you know, we, we fear our hunger, we fear our appetite, but then it makes me think, do we also fear our ambition like that? Do we also fear our light? I want to also let you know that on December 8th, 2022, I will have a live workshop. It's going to be two hours, you and me, 
and 14 other guests. So there's only 15 spots available for a breaking free from binge eating workshop. And this workshop is going to cover the mind, body, and spirit tools of why we binge eat and emotionally eat and have cravings and really have control over food and have a relationship with ourselves because ultimately it is about the relationship with ourselves and our relationship to nourishment, our relationship to pleasure. And so this workshop is going to provide you with those tools to experience that freedom it's not this whole drawn out process that we have to go through. Okay, and this workshop is going to include a worksheet. It's going to include a recording that you'll have access for three months. And right now the early bird tickets are on sale. You can receive $25 off using the coupon code RADIANT. And that's because you're part of my podcast community. And if you are an existing client or have been a client over the past three years, then you get a $50 coupon code and I will invite you to DM me on Instagram or email me for that specific code as well. And the prices do go up to $200 on November 15th. So, you know, if you've been thinking about it and you're like, this sounds interesting to you, there is no reason not to invest in yourself. Because you're going to gain insight, you're going to gain information, it's going to make you better and stronger and freer and more confident. And what could be more important than that? I have women, including myself, I shall start with myself here, but I remember I wanted to start this business a long time ago, but I hated how I looked on camera because I knew I was overweight. I wanted to be in front of people, but I just, I didn't fit any of the clothes. Like I had a a tummy bulge, right? And I didn't like that. How can I talk about health and wellness and radiance when I'm not radiant, right? And then I have clients who experience the same things as confidence to go after the job they want. They have more energy. They've gotten, you know, when they were going to be separating from a partner, they are back together because of this ownership of self and like, hey, I can do this. So I invite you to join. I invite you to send this episode to a friend, buy the workshop for a friend, whatever you feel called to do, but don't sleep on yourself. So that's what I'll leave you with. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you December 8th. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.